Kyle, thanks so much for joining us on Speaking of Making Healthcare Work for You, Different Perspectives and Empowering Solutions. I'm Stephanie Fields, joined by my co-host, Dr. Apoorv Gupta, and today we welcome Dr. Chiranjeev Kathoria, who is the co-founder and co-chairman of UpHealth, a healthcare platform that is reshaping healthcare. Thank you, Dr. Chiranjeev, for being here with us. Thanks, Stephanie. It's good to talk to you. And Apoorv, it's good to see you. I remember we were roommates together when we went to Brown, so it's good Those to see days. you. Welcome, uh, Chiranjeev. Glad to have you here. We're so excited to talk to you and hear all about UpHealth and the things that you do. And so the things that caught my attention are just all the areas that you're addressing through UpHealth, which is something that Apoorv and I talk about every week on this show. You're talking about outcomes, quality, access, cost, um, value-based care approach, which is great, mental health. You're covering all the things that we do. And so what about this company and this group of services that you're offering is really just making such an impact? What do you love? What excites you about this? You know, I think as a physician, we always remember first do no harm and then do some good. I think this company will improve healthcare outcomes. And I think if you look, healthcare is going through a dramatic transformation. There's a lot of technology, tech-enabled services, and people talk about the digital healthcare revolution. For what people understand, it's almost telemedicine. You know, prior to the coronavirus pandemic, 11% of the people use telemedicine. It jumped to almost 46%. I think what's unique about UpHealth, the fastest growing areas of digital healthcare are chronic care, digital pharmacy, behavioral health, and primary care. And UpHealth is not only well positioned, we are leaders in those four fastest growing areas of healthcare, and they're all bundled together in one platform or one company. Why is it so important that you draw all these things together for people? You know, I think if you look at the healthcare system today, or for the past two decades, it's always been fragmented, broken. If any of you ever go see a physician, sometimes it's frustrating. You have to wait a long time. You're not sure where your information, it's episodic care. You have to see a primary care, a specialty care. I think the new wave of healthcare is gonna be moving towards a more integrated system, more personalized, more integrated, where everyone is connected, your data, your healthcare information is all centered, which will improve value outcomes. For the payers, it'll reduce cost. And I think that's what UpHealth is doing today. We're redelivering and reshaping healthcare. So you're going to be, Chiranjeev, bringing all of these services under one roof or under one portal, essentially. Is that what it sounds like? Uh, so the consumer can then come to that one site and then figure out what they need. Is that what it means to integrate these? Yeah, exactly. Today, you know, UpHealth is in 1800 US healthcare venues. You know, we have one of the largest installed base. Cloudbreak, which is one of the companies of UpHealth, provides, you know, specialty telemedicine services, teleinterpretation services in 250 languages. Today, we have 100,000 encounters 
you know, per month, we have almost 14,000 video endpoints, 250 languages. Internationally, we're in 10 countries. Just our one telemedicine contract in India will eclipse the largest virtual visits of a US healthcare provider. We're almost leapfrogging technology. How is that? What is it that's allowing you to leapfrog that? Is there a new technology that's allowing that to happen? So I think if you look in the US, you see what digital healthcare or telemedicine is doing. Most of us, because of the pandemic, can now you know, use a virtual visit to see a doctor. You can now use MedQuest to give you an example, already has 14,000 subscribers. 95% of their medicine are delivered within 24 hours. We're in all 50 states. You can get personalized at-home healthcare. I think if you look, and then before I get to that, if you look at what's happening now, you know, you know, in India and the rest of the world, people provided cell phones because it took five years to get a landline. You basically leapfrog technology. The same thing what you're happening in, in India and in Africa, you can do primary and specialty care virtually and by digital dispensaries. And a lot of places, they don't have access to good outcomes. You saw that in the mobile phone revolution. But if you took a look at a more broader perspective, you look at what's happening in the verticals, you look at retail. You know, today you have Amazon and eBay, and that is the standard of care as opposed to brick and mortar. You see what's happening in the automobile industry, you know, with Tesla and everyone going towards electric cars. You look at what's happening when probably when we were going on vacation with our families, we'd stop at a gas station, pull out a map. Getting lost is a thing of the past now with Google Maps. Even with exercise, you see, you know, Pelotron and Mirror. So I think healthcare is one of the last verticals to go through that transformation. And in terms of market size, it's a four trillion. To some people even say if you include all the services in a trillion marketplace. It's just so amazing that healthcare hasn't been revolutionized the way that those other uh, verticals have. And it just doesn't make sense because it's healthcare is something that you everybody needs to use and everybody experiences. And often you're experiencing it when you're not prepared for it. And so how does UpHealth help in those situations whenever it's something that you know you might not be familiar with a chronic condition that you have, you know, when you're first diagnosed. So how do you help? Like if you think that you, you're at home and you think you might have some sort of cancer or you might have diabetes or you start to feel sick, how does UpHealth help from the beginning? What's the flow that people take when they first experience you? So I think, you know, the idea is to have one UpHealth. So you're right. You know, six out of 10 Americans have a chronic care condition the population is aging and there's disparities and inequities in healthcare. So one of the things through Synchronet, um, what we do is we provide population health. Today, one, today for LA Care, 
we provide, you know, coordinated, you know, population health services. So if you take a look at what UpHealth does is if you want to see, you know, a behavioral or a psychiatrist, we offer that. Substance abuse, we offer that under our mental health healthcare services. If you want to get a prescription, whether it's a manufactured prescription or compounded or personal you know, service prescription, we're able to do that. If you wanna get primary healthcare, we're able to deliver that. And not only doing that, we could do that globally. So it's a complete integrated care system. And you know, for a lot of payers, uh, it helps reduce costs. And I think it improves outcomes because it's going to, I think the days of fee for service, you know, is, is important for physicians, but it will also provide outcomes and value-based care. And if you look at one of the companies that I was involved with, Nighthawk, that was one of the first telemedicine, teleradiology companies, allowing, allowing physicians to read MRIs or CTs on their computer, it gave them a better lifestyle. It allowed them to send images to the emergency room within five minutes and improve outcome. Like you've all been to a doctor's office. Imagine going to a doctor's office and being able to access specialty care, primary care, your pharmacy, all under one roof and all your information is connected. And that's what we allow with UpHealth to do. Yeah, that's so fascinating, uh, Chiranjeev. Uh, I, I find a lot of what you said uh, really interesting, uh, you know, and certainly I think on the one level, we can all see the technology and see how that makes our lives better because we can see that in all the other verticals that you pointed out. We can see how technology could make care uh, easier, faster, uh, more available, uh, potentially even even uh, more more private and, and less costly. Uh, there was something interesting you just mentioned in your last comment about you're helping or you're working with payers and you're also changing the the fee for service models into value based care models because I think the hypothesis is that it's not just access to care that's been the problem with the healthcare system. Uh, the hypothesis is that the way we pay for care is largely what's preventing this behemoth of a healthcare industry for a trillion plus to transform. Uh, so are there actual payment model uh, reforms, business model uh, uh, changes that you're going to be bringing about through uh, uh, UpHealth? Yeah, so if you take a look at it, UpHealth has been around and the companies for not, you know, one year, three years, sometimes, you know, almost two decades. Thracis is providing population coordinated care healthcare system for one of the largest counties today in the US. And if you look at MedQuest, licensed in all 50 states, they're one of the largest compounded pharmacies in the country. So I think these aren't companies that, you know, have been around for six months, a year or two years. We've been doing this for two decades and we're leaders in the four fastest growing areas. And it's always been important to everyone to solve the inequities in healthcare, prove outcomes and values, 
and a board, both of me and you being physicians, is also to work with the physicians to improve their quality of life, to prove their way of delivering healthcare, and also to preserve and also, you know, increase, you know, their income. So it's a win-win for everyone. But the focus has always been on healthcare systems, payers, counties, and patients. And I think that's what makes, you know, Upheld, you know, desirable, and at the same time, you know, a valuable company going forward. How do you switch to the value-based payment? How do you change that from a pay-for-service and get people on board to the pay for uh, the value-based? You know, I think healthcare costs are increasing. We have an increasingly elderly patient. As I mentioned, six out of 10 Americans have chronic conditions. And counties and hospital systems and governments that are managing their healthcare budget are going to have to figure out with sometimes limited dollars, more increasing demand on their healthcare is how do you manage that? And I think Upheld with its tech enabled solutions and everything we're doing allows that to do. That's by providing a connected care, coordinated outcome, integrating specialty and primary healthcare, all bringing it under one roof and knowing what's important and providing that information. That's going to be very important from you know, a population you know, aspect a single hospital aspect. So that's what we're able to do. And just to give you, you know, you know, one of um, our technology platforms over 10 years, almost $100 million of, you know, income has been reinvested to, you know, create these technology platforms. And we have the infrastructure in place. And we have a great leadership team. I mean, these our leadership team has been doing this forever, you know, from our CEOs to our chief operating officers, from, you know, Ramesh Balakrishnan to, you know, Jamie Edwards to Al Gutmaitan to Jeffrey Bray. It's, it's a great leadership team from Martin, our CFO. They have, you know, years and decades of experience. Is it, is it something, Chiranjeev, uh, it may be a little controversial question, so uh, hopefully this is something you can help us address. I've been start, starting to see some reports that with telemedicine coming out, uh, obviously it increases access. Now more people, it's convenient, so more people are using it. But then there's some reports that potentially uh, it's not really uh, decreasing cost. Uh, it's only delaying the actual encounter that needs to happen. So this may be an incremental cost, which, which winds up just putting a short-term uh, Band-Aid on a solution. And then ultimately at some point, the patient's still gonna wind up going into a health system or to a physician and, and have a full encounter. So do you have any concerns along those lines? Or have you seen any ways in which the technology truly is going to leapfrog uh, the, the physical delivery of medicine and actually get us into a different place? So I think one thing about UpHealth, we're not, you know, a telemedicine company. We're a global, I'd like to say a healthcare company or a digital healthcare company. So besides doing your basic, you know, telemedicine, 
We provide behavioral and mental health services. We provide digital, you know, dispensaries. Um, you know, we provide, you know, pharmaceutical services and personalized medicine. I think if you're able to use, you know, telemedicine or digital healthcare, you're going to one improve the disparities in healthcare for people who can't access healthcare. I think as a physician, if you know that you may have a chronic care condition and you treat it earlier and you prevent yourself from going to the hospital, that's what you know is very costly to the healthcare system. If you can have all the information under one roof, it could probably reduce the number of visits that you can go. I think what they've said is in some statistics, telemedicine or virtual visits can replace almost 70% of going to a doctor's office. So that will also dramatically, you know, reduce costs. And from a physician, if you can see more patients per hour and you have technology and information to follow up with them, you're, you're also one going to be able to treat them more effectively if through compliance, they can get their prescriptions much faster and it's more personalized and not episodic, it's also going to improve healthcare costs and outcomes and delivery. Look, I think in every other vertical, technology has driven down cost, increased demand, improved outcome. You know, you can can you imagine a time where, you know, even going to almost an ATM, very few people now go to an ATM. Um, I can't imagine I'm ever going to get lost now with Google Maps. Can you imagine time? Everyone would go to the store to go buy things. If you look at Amazon's, um, you know, uh, re you know, their reports, their, you know, revenue or EBITDA has increased three times. Everyone goes online. I think what the pandemic did, it accelerated what was already happening with digital healthcare, and now it's going to be here to stay. So, Chirji, we've talked about a, a lot of things. Uh, one thing we didn't cover is that your vehicle for actually going public is this thing called a SPAC. Uh, and that's something that I'm hearing a little bit more about. I can't say I'm very intelligent about it. Uh, I'm sure most of our viewers haven't heard about it either. So could you maybe uh, take a few minutes to just explain what that is and why you're choosing that vehicle? So for your viewers, SPAC stands for a special purpose acquisition company or corporation. Traditionally, most companies go public by what they call is an initial public offering. In the last, you know, 18 to 24 months, 60 or 70% of IPOs have been through SPACs. So what SPACs are, are a publicly traded vehicle, either on the New York Stock Exchange or on NASDAQ that already has the cash in the trust or the proceeds you'd use to raise when you go public. So in some cases, it's a quicker, more effective way you know, to go public. And especially as we've seen, you know, especially in Uphel, when you see a lot of companies going public, as we saw with Amwell, with Teladocs, 
you need to access the public market so you have enough growth capital to grow. So from our case is a SPAC was the quickest way to allow us to have growth capital because digital healthcare was growing so quickly and our companies were growing, we needed to access the capital just from our US base because 70% of our revenue today is US based. But if you look at globally, just having digital healthcare is gonna improve healthcare qualities and outcome. So we needed to tap the public markets. Now, secondly, there are 400 SPACs. So, you know, our company had the choice of which SPAC to go to. We merged with Gig Capital 2. They were a serial issuer of SPACs. They had a lot of experience in the public markets. And both, um, you know, Dr. Avi Katz, the chairman, and Dr. R- Dr. Raluca Denu, the CEO, had a lot of experience in companies. And I think they added a lot of value because they brought public market expertise. They were both, you know, you know, you know, PhDs, well-trained, and they also really helped create up health reality. So I don't want to de-emphasize, I don't think if it was because of the SPAC and the, you know, their technological background, we wouldn't have been able to get that far. So basically a SPAC is a publicly traded vehicle that allows a company to go public, access the capital markets a lot faster. It's really fascinating. I never heard of that. I've, you know, I'm familiar with an initial public offering. So it's really cool to hear about the other ways that you can go public. And then to just totally flip to the other side of this and close the interview out on, you know, just kind of a fuzzy personal note. It's clear that you're passionate. This takes an incredible amount of hard work to get done. Healthcare is certainly a massive undertaking in itself. So what is it that makes this leadership team so special, this group that you have and what's driving the passion behind it? You know, I think someone said, if you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. I think all of the executive leadership team, they've been doing this for the past, you know, two decades. And they, they, that's how they built their companies. They were very passionate. You know, Dr. Ramesh Balakrishnan was always passionate about population health, looking at ways to improve outcomes. And he demonstrated that with, you know, LA Care. Um, Al Gudmaitin was the chief operating officer of the $6.2 billion IU healthcare system. So he saw what you needed to grow a healthcare system. He knew what was most important. You know, Martin Beck has always been focused on behavioral, and he really looked at, you know, mental health care was so important. You know, Dr. Jeffrey Bray, he built MedQuest up over two decades. He knew compounded medicine and personalized medicine is going to be, you know, really important. You know, Dr. Maria Pilipi has always been passionate about doing that. 
and it's good. It's a good diverse space. And you know, I don't want to leave out Dr. Ashfar Malik and Dr. Adam Sky, who are psychiatrists who know the importance of behavioral healthcare, and Dr. Sabat Azim understood the importance of global healthcare. So the leadership team, you know, is second, you know, to none. And they've been passionate about this and they've been doing it for over 20 years. And Dr. Avi Katz and Dr. Ralu Danuka are, are on the board and are very much involved. I think if you look at the company, I think we're singularly focused to creating the largest global healthcare system or digital healthcare system that's going to help and save thousands of lives. And at the same time, create a valuable company because when you access the capital markets, you can you can have capital that'll allow us to grow. And so what is it? Why is that passion so important whenever you're on a mission like this? You know, I think if you're not passionate about what you're doing, I don't think you'll create a successful company. I think obviously the company being public is focused for results driven, but if you improve healthcare, you improve healthcare outcomes, you would reduce the cost, you're gonna help a lot of people and you're gonna create a valuable company. And the more capital you have, just to give you an idea, there's $150 million of cash in the trust, Uphelt raised $285 million in a pipe, which if you don't know, that's, you know, an additional capital vehicle. It's, you know, private investment into a public company. And I think you're already seeing it. I think, you know, what, just to give you an example, what Glocal is doing, they're able to deliver primary and specialty care at a fraction of the cost. And that technology and learning experience will translate to the developed world in terms of rural healthcare, in terms of technology. So, you know, it's a great team, a great leadership team. And I think in the years to come, I think we all talk about a living a legacy long after we're gone. And I think that legacy is to provide a healthcare system that everyone can have high quality healthcare system. Everyone can afford it. And the way you're gonna do it is through technology. And that's what UpHealth is able to do is basically reshaping you know, healthcare. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciated this conversation and learning all about the company and all the great things you're gonna do. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Stephanie. And thanks for, yeah, you very know. inspiring, Chiranjeev. Thank you. And thank you all for watching. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.